Board Round, session number 45. The moment you step foot on campus as a medical student, you are gearing up for one of the biggest tests you'll ever have to take, USMLE Step 1 or Comlex Level 1. The medical school headquarters and board vitals are going to help you prepare for your first board exam with questions, pearls of information, and guidance to make sure you have what it takes to score high and match into your specialty of choice. Welcome to Board Rounds. My name is Dr. Ryan Gray. If this is your first time here, thank you for joining us. If you are looking for some other podcasts that I do, you can check out Specialty Stories, a great podcast to help you figure out what specialty you will want to practice in the future. You can find that at specialtystories.com. As always, I'm joined by Dr. Mike Natter from Board Vitals. If you are looking for some more help with your board prep, go to boardvitals.com. Check out everything they have to offer. Their massive QBank database will help you prepare for step one or level one. And even in the future as well, for your shelf exams, Board Vitals has you covered. Again, go to boardvitals.com. Check out everything they have to offer for medical students whether you're in an allopathic school or an osteopathic school, Board Vitals has you covered. Again, use the promo code BOARDROUNDS to save 15% off. Let's go and jump into our episode today. Dr. Mike Natter, back for some more Board Rounds. How are you today? I'm doing well. I'm excited to be back. I am doing very well as well. I'm glad to have you on and to uh, to really dive in. Hopefully, I think we're still in our anatomy section here. Hopefully, maybe this is not neurology and, and more like real anatomy. Like what's the bump on the femur called? Like that's the anatomy that I love. <laughs> I know. I wish. I wish I could give you good news, but it may be something a little bit more minutia related again. All right. My, my ortho, my, my former ortho brain loves all the bumps on bones, but. Bones, man. Bones. Yeah. Got to fix the bones. Yep. All right. <laughs> but the, the bones protect the nerves. I don't think neurologists remember that, right? We have all these yeah. little tunnels and stuff to protect the nerves. So. It's true. Yeah. What would they Very do without true. us? <laughs> I'm much more of a carpenter than I am a uh, electrician. So. There we go. I'm with you. All right. <laughs> all okay. right. Here we go. Where does the branchial motor component of the glossopharyngeal nerve originate? <laughs> oh, <laughs> next. Can I, can I pass this one? I uh, know. Uh, it's okay. a tough one. Answer choices are as follows. A, inferior salivary nucleus. B, nucleus tractus solitaris. C, spinal nucleus of the trigeminal nerve. D, dorsal nucleus of the vagus. Or E, nucleus ambiguous. <laughs> I love nucleus ambiguous. <laughs> so <laughs> ambiguous. Um, so the glossopharyngeal nerve. Mm -hmm -hmm. Oh man. Inferior salivary, nucleus tractus solitarius. That's a cool name. Uh, spinal nucleus of the trigeminal, dorsal nucleus of the vagus. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm confused about, right? We have this glossopharyngeal nerve, obviously big, nice big nerve, right? Um, mm -hmm. uh, the question is, why is this branch potentially special um, if it's coming from 
these other nerves. Or maybe it's not, right? The So C has parts of the trigeminal nerve. I'm like, why would one spinal nerve, uh, or cranial nerve have to do with another, potentially, maybe? Mm-hmm. Um, and then why? So just for some reason, I'm like, ah, C and D, I'm like, ah, it just seems weird to me. So I'm going to throw those out. Just I have okay. no idea why. Um, and, and then uh, the salivary nucleus, uh, again, branchial motor component. I remember last week we talked about um, the brachial brachial motor about the parotid potentially as, but that was a wrong answer. So mm-hmm. salivary parotid, I'm like, ah, I'm gonna throw that one out too. So nucleus tractus, solitarius and nucleus ambiguous. I'm like, which one has the cooler name? That's how I would pick the answer here. <laughs> and I just love ambigu- ambiguous. Uh, and so I would go with E just cause it has a cool name. I love, I love how you just got <laughs> to the correct answer based on just, just feeling it was in the gut. It's so, in the gut. Yeah. This takes me back to, I remember this so well because I had all of this anxiety surrounding how to memorize all this stuff. I was a first year in my neuroanatomy class. It was like the end of the year, it was like May or June. We had this these slices of brain that I would just stare at. And I, so a nucleus is basically just kind of like a cluster of cell bodies. And yep. I'm just staring at these clusters of cell bodies and they just look like ink blots that were randomly <laughs> thrown on a, you know, on a, on a canvas. I'm thinking to myself, how the hell am I supposed to memorize all this? And I don't know why, but in my mind, I somehow was able to pair. And I hope that me saying this is going to help you then kind of cognitively and you by, I mean, by you, I mean, all of the students that are listening, uh, the nucleus ambiguous with, um, the glossopharyngeal nerve. I, I don't know how, how I was able to do that and why, but I somehow put those two together in my head. I wish there was more kind of clinical correlations or something that would make more sense or the names that somehow made sense, but it just doesn't make any sense. I got I got it. I got it, Mike. All right. Hit you me. ready? You ready, Dr. Natter? So what's what's one of the most important things? Uh one of one of them, uh, for pre-meds to get into medical school. They have to have a strong what? GPA? A strong GPA. Glossopharyngeal ambiguous GPA. Oh, I love it. I Mic love drop. It. I love it. All right. Oh, man. You know, you just made someone's day because they, they're <laughs> going to take step one tomorrow and they're going to leave the test saying, I got this question right because I heard Dr. Gray say GPA. Yep. That's all it takes. Love it. All right. Uh, so those just, they just remember those together. Yeah, I think that's, I think, I think that's, that's the unfortunate truth with these types of questions. It's, just, yeah. it's a matter of kind of pairing the right nuclei with, with the nerve. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's just the, the way it is. One of those memorization things, unfortunately. Um, okay, do you want any um, like key takeaways for the, the other nucleuses and other things we talked Let's about? Let's see. Let me walk through these incorrect answers real quick and remind myself. I mean, C, I think it was last week I talked about it. C, the spinal nucleus of the trigeminal nerve. That's where I have a lesion. So that's a, that's a special, near and dear to my heart. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. So we can talk a little bit about, um, with when we talk about the salivary nucleus, we're talking about these like visceral motor fibers of, um, of basically the um, glossopharyngeals. Excuse me. The Yeah. Would that be the glossopharyngeal? Yeah. Nine is glossopharyngeal. So visceral motor fibers of glossopharyngeal are coming out of the salivary nucleus, but the um, and and they provide the parasympathetics, but the um, bron- bronchial are coming out of our ambiguous, the glossopharyngeal ambiguous. So there is actually, hmm, I wonder if we should re- rephrase our GPA so they won't <laughs> confuse. We're gonna have to add an extra kind of uh, caveat to that. Okay. Hmm. Let's see. 
Yeah, so we somehow have to add in the bronchial motor of the so GPA. GPA, you want higher than a B. <laughs> uh, yeah, love it. <laughs> you need higher than a B. <laughs> higher than a B, and you'll get into med school. GPA, ambiguous. Love nice. It. Okay, so that's that. Um, and then we're talking about B, the visceral sensory fibers that ascend to the inferior glossopharyngeal ganglion. They enter the skull through the jugular foramen. And so they're passing from the lateral medulla and synapsing in the nucleus tractus solitarius. If I recall correctly, also the nucleus solitarius is also um, responsible, I think, for one of the reasons that you vomit. I think there's two areas in the brain that are related to that. One is um, in the fourth ventricle there, and then the other one is this nucleus solitarius. And it's a solitary nucleus that's outside the blood-brain barrier, if I'm, if I'm recalling correctly. Okay. And that's why it helps us puke if we need to. Um, and see the somatic sensory fibers of the middle ear. They synapse in the spinal nucleus of the trigeminal nerve. And D, the bronchial motor fibers, the vagus nerve, are originating in the dorsal motor nucleus. And so kind of tying those, those things together. The, the other thing you have to keep in mind is I think it's impossible to truly memorize all of the nuclei and all of the, the nerve. But if you just take, you know, you, you allocate a certain amount of time to try and memorize them and then, you know, chalk it up to saying, you know what, I'm not going to, you know, waste more time on that, but you've reviewed it. And then hopefully that when you recall it in the stem or when you see it again, you can kind of recall this information. I just don't think it's worth spending you know, weeks and months memorizing the nuclei, yeah. unfortunately. There's, there's diminishing returns after a while. You're, you're wasting um, precious time to study something else that, that may exactly. make more sense and not need to memorize. Exactly, exactly. All right, so there you have it. Another great episode. Hopefully a great episode. I hope you, I hope you agree with me. Uh, another great episode of Board Rounds for you, breaking down some more of these topics that are going to be covered on your step one or level one exam. Again, these questions are not straightforward. They are second and third removed type questions, third step questions, where you have to know a lot of information to answer one question properly. And the more that you practice, the more that you listen to this podcast, hopefully, the more of this information will get kind of just stuck in your brain somewhere. That's the ultimate goal. Don't forget to go check out Board Vitals and check out everything that they have to offer Use the promo code boardrounds.com. Again, QBanks are one of the best ways to prepare for your step one or level one exam. Doing questions will help you, will help you maximize your score. And with 1,700 plus questions for their osteopathic QBank, with 1,900 plus questions for their allopathic QBank, go check out boardvitals.com. They're revamping it all the time, adding questions, improving questions, improving the answers, and and so much more. Again, boardvitals.com. Use the promo code BOARDROUNDS to save 15% off. Hope you have a great week. We'll see you next time here on Board Rounds. This is MedEd Media.